0: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code The Athletic, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a fifteen hundred dollars first bet offer on your first wager. Be the best, and you got to pay a little price. If you want it bad enough, you got to do a little extra things to get it.
1: Welcome to the 11 Personnel Podcast, your favorite Rams podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Rodriguez, and with me this week, my fabulous guest co-host, Erica Tamposi, a.k.a. Ricky Hollywood. Erica?
2: How are we doing? (laughs) Hey, what's up? I wasn't sure if I screwed up the pause already. I was like, oh no, this is like such, such pressure right off the top.
1: I know, and I always, so we're on Zoom. You guys can't see us, but we can see each other. And we're on Zoom, and I always try to warn people, it does look pretty extra when I'm going through the intro. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I scoot closer to the microphone. I make, I make that... Weird wait-for-it face, you know, as as we're waiting through the pause. So, um, you know, I'm sorry you had to endure that, but I guess it's like a, a christening of sorts
2: for you no. to
1: the Rams beat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is this. I couldn't imagine it any other way. Like, this is <laughs> this is the best. What an honor.
1: <laughs> so for people who don't know Erica and you should and you should be following her on Twitter and all socials because she's already cranking out some sweet content for the Rams. You just joined the Los Angeles Rams, but illustrious career before that. I know you from the Around the NFL podcast, of which I am a huge fan um, and listen to uh, avidly. I don't actually think I've ever missed an episode, frankly. Whoa. Don't, don't tell those guys that because, you know, sometimes we got to keep.
2: Yeah, it goes right <laughs> to keep their keep head. Them,
1: yeah, I got to keep the egos in check a little bit, I think. Um But so tell me a little bit about your background. And then also, um, I think people are curious too about how this huge life change um, came about for you in in Los Angeles.
2: Jeez. So, I mean, I'll give you the high level background. So I went, I'm from New England and, sorry. And I, (laughs) um, you know, I went to school, got a film slash communications degree at the University of New Hampshire. Wasn't really a film school. So whenever, you know, Companies or, you know, ESPN would come by. Kenny Maine needs a production assistant. It's like, well, we don't really have a film program, but here's Erica. So I would go be a PA. I did MTV shoots, and I, I really wanted to be a director. So that was my, my goal. And I was like, I'm going to direct things. I'm going to Hollywood. And that's sort of where the name Ricky Hollywood came out of because Erica – And people just started calling me Ricky, and then they would almost tease me like, oh, Ricky Hollywood thinks she's (laughs) going to go to Hollywood. And I was like, I'll show you. (laughs) Um, So I went, and my first job was on the TV show Justified on FX, and I was a production assistant in post-production and then just started moving my way up through the post world, which I was like, okay, maybe I can, you know, hop, skip and jump over this way. And, you know, everyone has their different path. And then I worked on, you know, Drunk History, um, which I was actually in an episode of that. Derek let me be in an episode, which was <laughs> awesome. Um, not not the drinking one, just like a like a – you know, oh sure, sure. We'll,
1: we'll be the judge of that. We'll I be the was judge that.
2: I was drunk during it, but I wasn't the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I did. Um, Mr. Robot season one, which was my which was my, my favorite thing on my resume. And then um, I was working on a J-Lo show, uh, her dance show. And so this is when the NFL kind of called. So for those that don't know, that type of work is gig work. So it's like, here's this first season. It's going to take us about eight months. Then you have a job and then you don't. And so I was just like on a TV show, then off, then three months off three and then just like totally grinding I was like waitressing in between and just trying to figure out like what the heck I was gonna do with my life in between and so there was a Netflix show that called but it was still in post-production so like the higher up you get in post that doesn't mean you're like an editor it means you're like scheduling the editors and doing color correction and it's like it no offense, it's, like, super boring. and Not,
1: not super Hollywood, but also yeah. very super Hollywood. Yeah. Right, so I was just
2: very much like, oh, my God, this is brutal. And so I was like, do I keep doing that for a Netflix show? And then someone was like, hey, like, I know someone at the NFL. They're looking for a producer. Like, why don't you head in and, and go? And I'm like, okay, well, like, I love football. It's my favorite sport. Um, sorry again, I'm a diehard Patriots fan. <laughs> so I was just very much like, okay, this could be cool. And I go in – to uh, my former boss's office and he's like, yeah, so it's a producer role for podcasts And I was like, for what?' <laughs> Just like, what are you talking about? Like, was blown away. Like, I was like, that wasn't on the job description. Like, I've never, I don't even listen to podcasts like I obviously do now, but this was six years <laughs> this ago. This one,
1: especially, you know. Right. Was, yeah. This one. No, this yeah. one, I've been listening for the 15
2: <laughs> years that you guys have been doing it. It was amazing. <laughs> like, you guys are storied and never the missed Rams. an
1: episode. Never, never missed an episode. Die Hard, yeah. Die Hard fan. <laughs> die Hard.
2: I, I found it so crazy that when you were in Carolina, you were still doing a Rams podcast. Like, I just, Jordan, you're, you're. <laughs> You work actually, so hard.
1: What people really don't know is, so I'm a twin, and what actually happened, the way she came out of the womb first was she just got annoyed because I was podcasting from the womb. <laughs> so she was like, I have to get the hell out of here. Exactly. This you is too much for me. Who does podcasts? And then podcasts got popular, so I had the last laugh, obviously. Right,
2: right. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, long story short, I go, I'm I'm stuck with the Around the NFL boys, Um, and then the the rest is sort of history. Um, and it is funny because like in all my interviews with the Rams over, over the years, plural, actually, which is pretty cool. Um, I have always been like, do I have to stop tweeting about the Patriots? Like, what are, what, what are the rules here? And they're like, well, we like kind of wish you wouldn't be like so crazy and vocal about it. But, like, I was like, yeah, but, like, Rams, it's, like, different conference, totally other side of the country. Like, we can be all cool. Like, we can be one family, right? And they're like, "Uh, Erica, can you just stop being so crazy? Because I (laughs) literally tweet, like, the most ridiculous things that I definitely need to probably scale back a little bit now.
1: (laughs) But I think you, you very much, like, hit the scene with Rams niche specifically with that amazing video you made before the Super Bowl, which I was such a fan of because you had that epic line about the local coffee shops and you're at it and you're at a Starbucks which is like again very Hollywood. So
2: Yeah I love that.
1: So I think you sort of like people already obviously knew of you and knew your work and you have so many fans everywhere not just from the Rams or probably just from the Patriots from all over because of your work on ATN and, and probably in the biz as well from your work in the biz. The biz. The biz. And, th- the biz. and so <laughs> I just think it's so interesting how your path sort of converged into this where so many people, I mean, you kind of are a connector in many ways because so many people along your way have stayed with you and now you're here in this space. And so I'm I'm kind of wondering, not to put you on the spot here, but kind of wondering like how, how you navigate that because you are now somebody who, People are 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 stayed have stuck with. You, people are, are tracking what you put out there, and it is Rams, yes. But how do you keep people drawn in, and how do you keep people connected as a creator um, when you when you have such a diverse background?
2: Yeah, I mean, I do a weekly podcast, podcast. All I do is freaking pro- podcast. It's like, that does not make sense. It does not I make said, sense. And then I was like, hey, want to be on my podcast? No, that's. but I'm just, it's so funny because like six years ago, like I literally probably couldn't even spell podcast because I was like, what is that? is that? Is this a new thing? Like, I have no idea. But I do one with uh, comedian Anthony Jesselneck who is like a, a different branch of he- so i have followers from from the comedy scene i have patriots followers and let me be clear like if you're listening to this and you're like okay it's been you know 6 minutes and all i've heard is the- her talk about the patriots like let me be clear like i love this rams team i love the rams i love the organization i am so incredibly humbled and blessed and just like every day i'm waking up and i want to pinch myself and just be like is this real life like is this real they're letting me put out an intro video of me saying let's ram it and then like (laughs) eating you know grass essentially to like fall like they're allowing me to do this stuff and i feel so so amazing but as far as like I've told, you know, of course, they're my my close friends back home. You know, they have used the word traitor and they have called <laughs> me stuff like that. But, you know, it's all in jest. They, they love me and, and it's fine. And I think that with football fans and I think, listen, you're, my followers are my people that enjoy my content. I don't think necessarily they're coming to me. I can talk about, you know, the X's and O's all day if we want to, but I think that they like to come to see like, this is a fun angle of football. And I really love the sport and I love these players and I love all of the stuff that surrounds these players and the teams. Um And so like my interest in these teams is, is not only, Hey, they're winning, they're losing, or look at who's playing on the, on the, you know, the second string during training camp. Like that's sort of interesting. Like I can watch that, that sort of stuff, but like, I think a video of me, and if you're a Patriots fan, this is, you know, this is a um, athletic exclusive here. Oh, shit. So here we go. So I haven't <laughs> filmed it yet, but I really want to film the boys at training camp and then me putting on a helmet being like, I'm ready. And then them someone saying like, you're not like on the team, like your content, <laughs> like you're not on the team. Because, like, you can be a Patriots fan and find that funny, you know? Yeah. Like, that's – you can You, you cannot can know
1: football and find that funny. Yeah. Right.
2: You can totally – like, a hate comment is a comment. I will take them. You can comment cringe all you want. Like, get that engagement up. Like, I am okay <laughs> with it. Like, that is fine. You're watching it, you know? So, I guess that's, like, a roundabout answer of just saying, like, I don't necessarily – believe that if you're not a Rams fan that you can't like the content that that I'm doing I mean I wore a ring pop to the ring ceremony like that's just what I do
1: (laughs) and I I definitely I want to ask you about that like just because you're learning you're you know you're meeting all of these new people and everything and so I want to get to that a minute but I loved what you said about because you kind of touched on this thing you know you love football I've known this about you again I've don't think I've missed an ATN episode. Like I've known this about you forever. Um, and when the, those guys and yourself, you you reached out and those guys had me on, I was like, "Nice to see you guys," but I really am like a huge fan of Erica. <laughs> and so, and so, Your check is in the mail. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so when you know that shines through, and I think that's the first thing that sort of just smacks you in the face about this culture because i came over a couple years ago from another team and like that smacks you in the face is like if you love football you fit in and it's not even just fitting in if you love football you have something to contribute and i think that that's that's if if you're going to pair everything about this space down all of the things that they're doing on the media side creatively which you'll be a huge part of and are a huge part of and then all of the things that they're doing on the field creatively and quite literally changing the the, cor- the shape of the league in many ways, you know that's it, you take all of that away and that one heartbeat that's still there is if you love football you have something to contribute to this space and that goes for every part of the organization and so it's no wonder to me why you're able to bridge those connections so so easily and and have so far I mean you made quite a splash that ring pop. <laughs> the ring pop video okay take us through the let's get the director's cut a little okay. bit of that okay because also like because so non you know, here I'm gonna sound like a little bit sour I'm not I'm not mm. but so no non, media was non allowed. team media yes, no correct. But, but you know I'm not I'm not sour I had a nice night off it was great you know <laughs> cherish those times before camp um, I thought
2: about texting you and being like hey I got a quick peek at this ring before anyone got it and then sending you <laughs> sending a picture of my ring pop but am I allowed to swear?
1: Yeah, you're allowed to swear. I feel this like is a I would
2: have got just a big like, f*** you, Erica, yeah. back. So I was like, I'll just let her like have her night.
1: I would have sent you a picture back of my dog doing his judgy face, which he throws out there quite <laughs> that a That
2: would have been nicer. And, yeah. and then I would have not as felt as bad. So.
1: <laughs> but it's so, it's so cool that you got to see, you know, kind of peel back the curtain on how these guys are around each other and see a little bit, um, you know, on the ground of what that relationship was last year and what that camaraderie was before they um to quote literally everybody since camp opened turned the page. So right. what
2: what was that like for you? Well, it was so I joined technically the Rams July 1st. So July I took like the month of June off and was just kind of relaxing and did a little traveling. Um, and then J- July 1st, but then it was like a week off. So it was like quasi not there. So then I, I, I'd only been in the office for two weeks and we worked on the video. We shot that. And then we were planning to drop it the day like before the ring ceremony. So then they were like, Erica, come to the ring ceremony. I'm like, okay, am I going to be doing interviews on the red carpet as player rise? They're like, no, just, we want you there. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, this is great. <laughs> so then I was like feeling like, you know, I'm, I, maybe to, you know, not a, not a necessarily good thing. I don't really struggle normally in social situations, but it's their night. It's the employee's night that are, we're celebrating and working so hard. So I did sort of feel like the new kid at school that like didn't really have friends. Um, like I knew everybody and would be talking in pockets and and here and there, but then I'd also be like, all right, I'll just take my champagne and shimmy over here and like stay out (laughs) of the way and whatever. So then I was thinking like, okay, everybody's, That's there is getting a ring. Here I am like a week in and I get to go and be a part of this when media can't go. I was like, what is something that I can do that'll be fun that the players will like and then we can sort of connect on that. Um, And so I went to Target. Got a huge big bag of ring pops because they don't sell them individually anymore. so i I have some if you walk <laughs> if you want any, I have so many. Um found the blue ones, and then, like, just tucked them into the purse. And I was like, if I need it, that's my little fallback. And then, um, so I'm walking around and finally, you know, everyone's opening their rings, and everyone's excited. And then I was like, all right, now's the time to to throw throw the ring pop on and get some great reactions. And I have this video of when Aaron Donald saw it, like laughing so hard because he <laughs> thought it, like everyone was just going up and like putting their rings together, and like that was just sort of like, look at this, look at this. And so when I like, was going up with like the DJ playing and everyone's feeling, I like throw my hand up with the ring pop. Like people were just like losing it because they weren't expecting it, <laughs> which was which was awesome. And so. Um, I was just super excited, but yeah, to see the team together like that and, you know, Von Miller was there, Robert Woods was there and to see everybody celebrating together, it was, it was one of those like pinch me moments too, where not only am I standing here right now when I don't, don't not necessarily shouldn't be but i did sort of feel that like oh my god am i intruding on anything this is just such a special moment for this team and for the organization um and it was just like just good like the best vibes all around and who wouldn't be excited at their at their ring ceremony you know and and unfortunately um for me it you know that's my first one so hopefully <laughs> there'll be more to go to so i don't really have a lot to compare it to but, just to see everybody together and and celebrating, it was just uh, just a phenomenal night,
1: yeah. the um the thing about that video, too, is you almost couldn't help when you're watching it when guys are laughing. It's that pure surprise, like organic, like joy of seeing that somebody's literally holding up a ring pop and <laughs> dapping it to their ring. Like it, it, the Aaron Donald part you did put in part of it where he was just like losing his shit laughing, yeah, exactly. And it was so organic. And people, a, a lot of times, and I talk to uh, people in the organization about this all the time. It's it's like these guys wear helmets on the field on on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays and sometimes Saturdays and or Tuesdays or Tuesdays. Oh my god, <laughs> don't remind me. I'm still know, recovering right? from last season. <laughs> my Jeez. God, um, and and they wear helmets at you know, through a large portion of training camp that is open to fans. And so healing back those layers. And that's what I love about my job. Personally, it's obviously in a different space, but I love being able to showcase who people are because everyone, and you could parachute into any team and and find some really great people and really, really great stories. But there has been something about this group and, and, you know, knowing from being other places like there has been something about this group where there's almost like a willingness and a want to show those little tidbits, those little morsels of personality. And I'm hoping, you know, as we kind of move into this new, whatever this new world looks like in terms of how the the organization moves forward after, you know, winning the big one, it's going to be really interesting to see too, all of the dynamics and all of the character and all of the people who um, kind of like pivot toward what's next. And I think that's fascinating. But, but with those moments of levity, you really see who, what people are really like. And you got, I told you this yesterday when I saw you at camp, I was like, you got Sean McVeigh to like smile and laugh at you. Like with that, you know, (laughs) like you came up to him in his space and like, he, he was like, look like a kid in a candy store no pun intended
2: <laughs> Exactly yeah i do kind of wonder about people being like who the hell is this chick like walking around with all the players with her with her ring pop um <laughs> but you can't get mad at a ring pop like no you can't can't get mad at a ring pop
1: it that's what that's the subtle <laughs> genius of it it's like you're instantly Delighted by it, so it doesn't matter what situation. Now, if you were gonna com- come in the locker room with that thing after a loss, I would be curious to see yeah, the psychology it probably of it.
2: And uh, <laughs> I don't think it would be as many smiles. Or, or you might, not. you
1: might though. People might be like, you know what? It's actually fine. <laughs>
2: like, exactly, like you know, I I just love um yeah, like like you said, just that sort of catching you when you're at a moment of joy already, where it was like nothing could could go wrong. Um, and it was it was just, yeah, just sweet, sweet as candy. <laughs> yeah, <I went>
1: <laughs> nice one, nice one. We love <laughs> we love uh, horrible puns on this podcast. Yes by the way. yeah.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. For a limited time, get up to fifty percent off by going to BlueNile.com. dot com. that's BlueNile.com. dot com
1: um, so again, to quote everybody that's been on the podium for the last uh, couple of days to turn the page, um yes. so first day at camp yesterday. Obviously, a couple of uh, minor-ish, minor, semi-major news items in that. Matthew Stafford's throwing again mm-hmm. um, publicly. He has been throwing since the the end of OTAs and ramping up. And um, Jalen Ramsey not going on the pup list. Uh, doctor's able to clear him for installation work so he doesn't have to work on the side. Um, and, you know, a couple guys on pup. Kyron Williams should be cleared by the you know the, the middle of the preseason ish um, in in my sense, but other than that, other than kind of like the the tidbits that trickle out when guys report, I'm curious about storylines that you're following that you're tracking, um, and, and I have a few thoughts of my own as well.
2: Yeah, I am um, super fascinated with Bobby Wagner how he is sort of fitting in. I saw him um walking out yesterday of the locker room and then him and cooper cup actually stopped and talked for a little bit so i i am sort of and i'm very interested in the in the human piece of all of this too so it's like coming to a new place same with alan robinson which i think stafford mentioned it at the podium as well it's like or maybe it was mcveigh saying that like you he's in a new place but this isn't a new thing for him um, So I find it super interesting watching sort of those dynamics and seeing who really is, because we've all, we've all seen players that are like, yeah, they're great, but you know that they sort of don't have that connection. And so watching that sort of build in real time. Um, last night I was at dinner. And I was, um, I saw Bobby Wagner and I think it was Ramsey and a few other guys. They were walking to, to another dinner place. So they're going to dinner together. Um, I don't know if that's, like, breaking rules to say that. No,
1: that's, that's like, the best part of camp is guys all get to have these nice dinners in Newport Beach together. Like Right? It's, and it's, so I like, was trying
2: yeah. to see, like, where they were going, and I was just like, that would have been really interesting, but my view was blocked. And, like, if I was a real journalist, which I'm not at all, I'm literally <laughs> just a wise-ass content creator – um, I have no journalistic background whatsoever. Like I, like I said, probably couldn't spell podcast. Um, <laughs> that, that's a joke, by the way. Um, but I should have gotten up and kind of tucked around the bushes and like really kind of reported on, was it P.F. Chang's? Like where were they going to somewhere nice? Were they doing a steakhouse? Like that, I, I really, you know what, I'm going to take this time to publicly apologize.
1: What, what you're describing isn't so much journalism as it is light stalking. Oh, so, okay. Right. Yeah. So maybe,
2: maybe – So I think I you're okay. <laughs> I think you're – I think yeah. you're okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? I, I, I think the public deserves to know that type of information. So I got to do what I got to do, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, knowing you, you'll figure out a way to do it in a super creative way too. like <laughs> pop up you, Erica pop, in the bushes, pop up out of do the, um, the 90s sitcom you're underneath the silver serving dish and it's your mm, head. It's yes. your head with your phone and you're filming their reaction of, you know, the yeah. 90s. Yeah. That or 90s
2: like just dress up as a waiter and like just try to get into like their table and just sort of be that waiter that hangs around a little too much. waiter. <laughs> where I'm just like, everything okay? They're like, yes, like everything is fine. But I'm just like, okay, like fly on the wall, try to listen to the conversations, try to get some more info out that way. You know, that, that would be good too. Because I, I, I'm are, curious on what they eat too, you know. These are it's all like,
1: ideas. Yeah, these are all ideas. It, yeah. Not all ideas
2: are going to, um, you know, make the cut here. You guys, this is just a sounding board. This is a spitball sesh, a spitball sesh. You know? Yeah, just a brainstorm, you know. Any ideas, let me know. Happy, happy to uh, try them out.
1: Yeah, and I think – that's that's the interesting thing when I was when I've been watching Allen through the spring and first of all it you could tell it means a lot to teammates that they were at all the voluntary stuff. Um, a couple of guys went out of their way to kind of shout them out for that. Actually, like some of the younger guys that Bobby Wagner and Allen Robinson, as experienced as they are. And, you know, that's, it's, it's, I'm never a person who's like, this person wasn't in attendance today, so they're bad, you know, it's like, for sure it's voluntary. So for me, it's like, you know, balance it with your family and all that stuff. But those guys being there and Alan Robinson was kind of, um, describing like going into hermit mode a little bit. They were like, um, you know, have you gone and enjoyed this? Like, you know, we're, we're on a zoom with him at that period of time in the spring and Have you gone out and enjoyed the city? No. I usually am just like, go to practice and watch film. And I'm really trying to get my playbook. And and like, but he's not just saying it. It's not the trope. It's like, he's literally living this. Like, he... Was asking, you know, oh, but are you gonna maybe catch a baseball game or anything? Yeah, you know, I might, I might go see like maybe the Angels or something. So that's how you know he hasn't. <laughs> He's like not gone even aware yeah. of like what <laughs> is like,
2: going no, on. No, 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 no,
1: no, Dodgers town. No, 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 no,
2: no. No, like, yeah, I, I yeah. feel that. I mean, when I was yeah. coming to the Rams, I stayed up reading all of your pieces and binging this podcast. So th- and I texted you. I was like, thank. you. God for you.
1: <laughs> and I said, I'm so sorry you had to endure that. <laughs>
2: no, it's fantastic. You just, you know so much and you're such a prolific writer that like it makes me, I, I was practicing spelling out the word podcast after reading your stuff because I was like, I can be like Jordan one day. <laughs> it's
1: like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to
2: me. Honestly. No, you are incredible <laughs> when you like, that's why when we were like, the ATN was like, oh, who should we talk to about the Rams? I was like, oh my God, Jordan is like the smartest person I've ever read. I, we need her on right now.
1: Oh, that's so nice. I think I mean too, it. I I just think it's it's so interesting. Like, like you said, these new these new guys who are not necessarily new. And if when I'm watching Allen, like he looks like he could go tomorrow. Right. He does not look like he, this is his first year in in the offense. And people, I think on the outside, you know, this is a time of year where everyone's sort of drumming up like you know, the, the takes and all that stuff and
2: think pieces and, 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 all that, yeah. and
1: overreacting probably a little bit to training camp. And I, I usually really try to stay away from overreactions, especially this time of year, but, you know, watching him all through the spring and all through the, you know, this onboarding period, I'm sitting, I mean, I think people are going to be really blown away by him this year. And, and yesterday just, you know, seeing him in those 11, elevens and Stafford actually throwing, Yesterday, I mean, what were your impressions of him? And then, obviously, you know, I love that note about Cooper and Bobby. They they kind of like try to stretch together sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, It's just cool, like those little details. I know you love so just, much.
2: It's it's awesome just to see it. And I think even when you're seeing Stafford throw and you're seeing, you know, Allen in there, and the, it just it felt good. And I wish I had more of a of a necessary football take, but I think you you nailed it. Where it's just like they look good. They look like they've been putting in the work. It doesn't look like he's stepping on the field for the first time, like trying to figure out, um, schemes or play the, any of the plate. It just, it felt first nature and you know, I, he's never going to say it, but it must feel nice for him too. You know what I mean? Coming from the bears and, and the situation that he's been in I think it must be, it must, once again, I'll use that term, like sort of like a pinch me moment. Like, look at this team. Look at how McVeigh runs practices. Look at this coaching staff. Look at everything that this organi- organization symbolizes and then puts into action when they're actually on the field. Yesterday was day one. And it felt like they had all been together as a group going through things for, for months. Like, it just the offseason just totally, you know, we turned the page, essentially. But it felt like there was no time in between. And that was only day one. I can't even, like, I think it's going to be such a good groove. And like they said, they're going to just keep building these blocks and, and putting more and more into it. And I, I just, like, I can't wait to see this this team when it's all together and really running things. Well,
1: and it's, it, they're as I mentioned last year when talking to all you guys, they're darkly chaotic at times. And I think they thrive in that chaos. Like I think they almost crave it or need it because it's an all out. It means all out sprint. And right. you can tell just even from the way that they run practice. I mean, hell Sean McVeigh is one of those like hard on your sleeve play callers where you could see his personality through how he's calling a game. And that's to me, that's super organic and rare. You don't, Always get that. Sometimes you do see people who hold that section of the game a little bit at arm's length while going through it and and looking at it from an, a like sort of bird's eye tactical view instead of like being it and living it. Right. You can even see now how much they've gone tempo and will go tempo over the last two years. Now that Matthew Stafford's the quarterback, like you're sitting there and you're like, oh my god, I'm I'm physically anxious right now watching. Right. but in a way that's productive, like because it's. They're all out sprinting all the time. And then this, you know, I think that they sort of thrive on this. You know, I think they're hoping that they don't have as chaotic a year as they did last year. I know. Other right? than the end of it, which was great. But at the same time, it almost is like they they seek that change and they seek that that catalyst. And you can see it when you're watching the way that they script practices and the way that they run it. It's urgency everywhere. And you and then you see like, oh, that's a direct result of Sean McVeigh and sort of his brain and all of the... uh the dark corners of what's, what's exactly. going on in that thing. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. And
2: I mean, the it's the off season, right? So yeah. you're looking at, and, and I, I come from NFL Network, so sort of switching from this macro to more of a micro view has, has been a little bit of, of it trips me up because I'm I'm, and I'm sure you follow all the other teams closely too as well, but it just, it feels like everybody with all the trades that were made and all the stuff that's going on with the Dolphins, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, that team could be pretty good. And then, you know, Kyler Murray signs his extension. And then all of a sudden it's like he's feeling good and other pieces are coming together, you know, which in the division, of course. But I'm, when it's training camp and when it's the offseason, like everybody looks good or everybody looks like on paper, like they've made improvements or they've added these pieces and it feels really good. And I'm bringing this up to say that this team, though, you know, the Rams – Watching them in this space and all these star powers that they have, it, but it's it's not even the stars. It's like everybody is in lockstep during these practices. And, and once again, it was day one. Yeah. Like it just felt really good. And of course, it's the offseason and, and not not anymore. It's training camp. But of course, we're, we're not playing games yet. So once that starts to happen, you know, the, the parody will split up a little bit more and you'll be able to see who's who. Um, but I, I just, it just gets me super excited. And I think seeing this all in, in you know, in the flesh every day, is just getting me more and more pumped for the season.
1: Yeah. You're going to be like, uh, like quite literally like vibrating as the season. You're like, if you're this amped up now, by the time we get to October, you're gonna be like levitating as you walk down. I the hope coast. I
2: make it. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> limit my coffee maybe maybe to one a day. I've been <laughs> doing a couple a day, but I think I just like something in my hands. Yeah. So I'm just like sipping coffee when it probably should be water for my, you know, hydration but uh we'll see we'll see if i make it knock on wood
1: <laughs> i think like so it, it's so my my job is supposed i'm supposed to be skeptical a lot of times like that's part of it you you mm-hmm. are you, you look picking at picking apart yeah you stuff. pick things yeah. and pull it threads and and then you have to have this natural skepticism of process and people and all of that because you're trying to figure out you know what could be underneath what's real and all this stuff and i always tell people that with that all of that it doesn't get old to me knowing that what I'm looking at exactly what you said, that is, that is real. That's not, Oh, I've, I've started drinking, you know, the, the team Gatorade. And now, you know, I'm like, you know, (laughs) know, it's, it's not that. And I, I sort of was echoing this all through last year because it's easy to be skeptical of a team that on the outside looks the way that it does and does the things that it does. But it's when people do come in and they see, what it really looks like when they're all sort of on the ground level together and they're all sharing the same space and interacting with each other. That's the real stuff. And that's what I always try to tell people. I'm like, I'm not bullshitting you on this. Like this is, I'm writing this because it's real and it's, it's actually happening. It exists. It's tangible. And I think that that. It it helps to have, like, kind of how we started this entire conversation, it probably helps to have all of the life perspectives, all of the different spaces that you've existed in to really know what is unique about this one in particular. Um, And I know that everyone... First of all, I was getting texts about them acquiring you, so <laughs> y- you're the you're the big uh, superstar acquisition of the summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, until <laughs> and this is I say this to send everyone into a panic again, but until OBJ resigns, of course, um, then right. right. <laughs> that'll overshadow a little bit. But yeah, and I think you know th- this is something where I'm excited to see, especially not just your content, but especially like. Kind of what you uncover, like I love the little details of those video like like I said, the details that you were able to find, even in a 30 second one minute long you know reel on Instagram, Thank you. it it was like that's that's what it is, and that's what I like to find, and I like to see, and I think that with that and all of the other projects, I'm sure you'll be immersed, and I know people are going to be um really, really excited, and I want to make sure everyone is following you on Twitter making sure that they know where to find you in all of your various platforms.
2: Yeah, so it's just at Erica Tamposi. It gets a little confusing because I got a couple of names that I answer to. I, um, I
1: love the Ricky Hollywood one. Like, yeah, yeah that's I, it's, it's fun I mean, to I, say. Yeah. Full blown
2: answer to it. Like, we'll turn my head. There's someone on the video team named Ricky. There's also someone named Erica at the RAM. So my head is like doing 360s all, all the time. <laughs> it, it, we're going to have to work it out or, or you know, come up with some t- sort of signaling. Um, but yeah, thank you for, thank you for saying that. That's so nice. I'm, I'm really excited to, to do, to get to do this. And there was talk about me joining last season, um, right before the season started and I didn't end up doing it and really kicking myself for that. You wouldn't have had a ring pop at that point. I know, I know, but then I wouldn't have had that amazing ring pop content. So everything happens for, happens true, for a reason. True. <laughs> um, and you know, you, you know this, isn't it just bullshit being a woman like I don't want that to be my lens either like I really want people to know that like yeah I do I love comedy that's my first love like I love making people laugh I love finding these human elements of it but like just because I'm not breaking down you know, schemes and all this kind of stuff all the time, which the Rams didn't hire me for. They hired me to produce content for them that's going to engage with fans. But I, I, you know, around the NFL listeners, a lot of them are really diehard fans. And just such as myself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But a lot of them do not like me just because I'm a woman. And I've checked out Reddit and stuff since I've left. And they're like, oh, the show has gone up so much now that they have a male producer. Just even stuff with like sound quality and editing where it's like, "Um, Justin's been editing and posting it for me for over a year. So jokes on you. I haven't touched the edit. and Like just stuff like that that people automatically assume. And so the, the once again reasons why I bring this up is that I love the opportunity and I love how diverse this team is and the organization, like everyone working there, I cannot say enough good things about. And I think that it's, I'm so lucky to be a part of this team, but I love football and I love this team and I love the sport. And so my lens is going to be different than yours, Jordan. You are, like I said, the smartest football writer. Like you, I just love what you do. I am not that, and I'm not going to ever be that. And so when you when people come and start looking at me and looking at my stuff, it's gonna it's gonna be different. It's gonna be a different lens, and it and it doesn't need to. Oh, it, Erica's doing funny stuff, so that girls like it too. It's like get out of here with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like have fun, and if you can get your X's and O's, you can get we can chat ball, but we you can also laugh and see some other sides of these players, and I, and I hope that resonates with with my stuff.
1: Yeah, I think what you're gonna be doing and what your effort is is to provide a complete picture of who these guys are as whole people. And that is, yes, there is football that relates to that. They do the football for the living, but (laughs) it's, and they love it and you love it. And that shines through so clearly. I mean, anytime anyone sees anything you do, um, not just, you know, hearing you talk about it, but at the same time, like there is a A human balance to find too. And that's something that does connect with such a broad group of people. And I I do have to say, um, like something I really appreciate about this fan base is nobody even blinked when I came in and started covering the team. Like I got, you know, a couple of weird messages, but like (laughs) other than that, like, and, and so I think that is something I'm super, super proud of this fan base for. And I know several thousand of them will be listening to this and, and I'm so proud of you guys for being so open to, you know, different types of coverage and people who are so passionate about what they do and create things. And at, again, at the core, it's like, we just freaking love football and at the core of it, that's what it is. And that's why we can all connect to each other so well. And this fan base has been um, so great, such a gift because it's still growing. It's still finding itself and and figuring out it's, it's, you know, personality after a long time away. And I think that, um, it's doing so in a lot of ways in a very positive way and and so I know that um I know that eleven personnel listeners already love you are going to love you. I know that this fan base as a whole um is just so stoked and receptive um to have somebody who you know doesn't look like the stereotypical person covering football um out there and and doing things that they're passionate about and they care about um and thank you for for sharing that perspective too and thank you for being on today because it's really important to remind ourselves every once in a while just kind of like take up space like take up take up freaking space
2: (laughs) yeah I I mean oh my god thank you for having me I was so excited that you would even consider having me on because like I said I'm such a fan of yours and your work is absolutely incredible and I was just like I was giddy. I was excited (laughs) when I woke up. I hit the gym and I'm like, gotta get ready.
1: And I get, get to I get, get to pod. see you. I get to see you in like uh 2 hours as well I know so, what if we yeah. like
2: don't talk? What if I'm like, oh yeah, thanks for this morning and just we like our, just don't make eye faces. contact?
1: <laughs> Hi- hide our faces. Yeah, so that was uh that was great,
2: right? That okay. was awkward, yeah. huh? Weird. No, we got to we got to get dinner while we're while we're down here in Newport Beach and and, and it's for work. You know, we got to spy it, and figure out um some our light stalking some, some
1: light <laughs> stocking. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have some dinner and then some light stocking. Yes. Yeah, you know, for dessert. <laughs> a little light stocking for dessert. I always <laughs> joke my readers know and my, my listeners all know I always joke I'm like I'm a lurker like that's what I do I lurk and so when I find these tidbits or news items or at the combine or um like any of these places where lurking is encouraged um that I'm always kind of like, this is what I learned when I was lurking here and when I was lurking there. And now it's oh funny, people say it like, are, are you gonna lurk over there? I gonna-? need to
2: learn how to lurk because I think I'm way too out there. Like, someone you know, of course, a lot of comments on the video because coming from the main Rams account, you're gonna get those types of trolls. And I know you've tried to say goodbye to me like 10 times. And I'm really sorry.
1: <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, stay when, on. Um, I'll, I'll go to practice. You just keep talking. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we gotta go. But um, when when someone you know the comments, who like who is this? Like who is this or whatever? And so you know, you say you're a lurker. I freaking answer. I like wrote back to one guy and I was like, your worst nightmare. Oh, like, I saw LFG that. Rams. I like, loved it. I and I'm way too brazen and without without reason to be so. So I would love to read your notes on lurking and maybe <laughs> I could learn how to lurk a little bit better because I'm just gonna. Be right out there and be like, "Who are you?" Okay, but who's your mom?
1: Like, lurk in a different area than I'm lurking. If you could, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could, yeah, I will. It's like, Don't there's worry. some etiquette there, you know. Yeah, like there's some yeah, that's
2: your some lurk girls. spot. I'll I'll chill over here.
1: <laughs> she is Erica Tamposi, aka I love saying this. I'm sorry, Ricky Hollywood. I love saying yeah, it. I I kind of channel hands this a little bit. I feel like when I say it, yeah. like I start to like I can feel my head just sort of get a little bit, you know, like more you see the the quaff is hair. coming in yeah. yeah you know so yeah. I feel a little more polished <laughs> having said it but um, she is Ricky Hollywood she is Erica Tamposi you guys make sure you're following along super stoked to see what she does this year creatively multimedia everything she's going to have her hands on all facets of that and it's going to be awesome thank you so much for being on today oh my god thank you